Hey, family and friends, it's your girl, Coke Robinson, and we're back with another episode of Heavy on the Faith. So tonight we're going to jump right into it because we're going to be talking about moving mountains in your life. Understanding that you can move mountains in your life. So I'm going to tell y'all something. Everything has a story. When I was younger and I had four kids under four, I started having kids at 16 years old. I didn't understand a lot of things. I didn't understand how to fully be a mother, number one. Number two, I was still a baby myself and I wanted to have peace and I, I I basically wanted to rush life I wanted to have everything on my own I was in a rush and being in a rush I was not paying attention to what was happening in my life at the time I got married um, freshly 18 <laughs> I had to just take a take a little deep breath okay <laughs> I got married when I was freshly 18 I just turned 18 fresh actually I want to say yeah freshly 18 I got married um, life was pretty hard. I was young. I wanted to do what I thought was best because it was like, it was a lot of pressure on us when we were younger, you know, our families, of course we wanted to get married, but it's like our families pushed us. So, you know, kind of like a shotgun when they, it, we was pushed, forced you know, we knew we wanted to do the right thing. We just wanted to do the right thing, you know. And so we got married at a very young age and, you know, did the family thing. And I had, at the time when we got married, I had two kids already. Um, my I had a daughter when I was 16 years old. And turn around the next year, I had a son. Then I got pregnant again. So I was on my third child when I got married. So I got married to the husband of, I mean, I got married to my third child, my third child's father. And so after I had, after we got married and I had my son, um, we wound up having another child, a daughter. So at this point, I have four under four. Four and under. And it was excruciatingly hard because me and my husband, we were both young and he was still playing video games and he wanted to live his life. And I was going through turmoil in my head with the babies crying and everything going out of control and not in... 
I was so young, I could not grasp everything because I I was the, I'm the oldest in my family, so I had to raise my brothers and sisters. I had to help raise my brothers and sisters, of course, and that was hard too because I felt like, hey, I lost out on a lot of childhood having responsibilities at a very young age. So for me to have kids was beyond wild and beyond my wildest imagination because I'm like, oh my goodness, like. It was like I was in the trap and then stayed in the trap because now I got kids. And I'm not saying that my kids trapped me. It was just like that's that's what was in my head. And I I have to be honest with myself. And so just having all the kids and me raising kids at a young age and I just had so much on me, so much stress. And I used to always, you know, I, I I was raised in church and I was going through it. I love the Lord. I got saved when I was seven years old. I love the Lord, you know, let's be clear, love him. And I used to always ask him, why, Lord, why, why am I going through this? Lord, please make this stop. Lord, I don't want to do this. And, I'm telling him and asking him for things. And I wasn't understanding how to do things myself. And when I say myself, I mean, we have the power. We have the power of life and death in our tongue. We have the power to make it happen or we have the power to make it stop. And I say that because of this point alone you got to understand that God gave us the power to move our own mountains and when I found that out I found that actually I found that out at a very young age a very young age and it was a traumatic thing that happened to me so I found out at a very young age, like you can make, you can actually make things stop happening because you can speak it. But I didn't know how important, you know, the tongue was. The tongue is your life and your death. The tongue can move things and it can, it can move a lot. It can do things that you don't think that it can do. Because your tongue, by you speaking and things happening, you control You control what happens. God gave you that power. And a lot of y'all do not know that the power that y'all hold. Because you can speak anything into existence. It's yours. Anything you want is yours. But you just got to know it. So at a young age, I'm like, (laughs) I got four kids. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to finish school. I finished school. I got my, um, I went to do nursing. I'm thinking that that was the best thing for me. I went for nursing. (laughs) And I'm like, you know, do I really want to do this? I was pregnant with my daughter. And I'm like, I had a real traumatic experience with one of the patients. And... 
I was actually helping um one of the patients like cleaning out their mouth with this thing. I think it was like a they call it a lollipop or something. It looked like a lollipop, but it's not. It's like something to clean around their gums and dentures or whatever. And I'm cleaning the food from the his mouth and he clenched down on the lollipop and I was I'm mind you, I'm big and pregnant. I'm actually like six months at this time. And when I did, I mean, when he did that, I moved my hand and I proceeded to ask him, I said, can you open your mouth so I can get it? Let me get that out of your mouth. He's like, no, no. He turns around and hits me in the stomach. And I cried like a baby because I'm like, this man was so mean to me. And I said, you know what? The nurses came in, uh, the charge nurse that was on the floor. She came in. She was like, what's what's going on? What's going on? And I'm like, listen, I'm not going to be able to do this anymore. I'm not doing this anymore. This is not for me. I don't see a future in this. I literally told her right there, tears in my eyes and everything. I was done. I can't do this. It's not for me. She looked at me. She said, okay, Corleona. Well, just go home and take a rest. Because maybe you just think, oh, no, 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 no. This is not for me anymore. That was my last day in that place. And I was done. Passed the class with an A. Got my certificate. Did all of that stuff. Did my first look. I, the only thing I didn't do was my state test. But with that training, I knew it wasn't for me. So I, I quit. I stopped. It, I, I couldn't do it. All of those things led up to me telling this lady, no, this is not something that I wanted to do. I have three kids at home. I have one on the way. My, my husband works, of course, and I'm just going through it. I'm raising kids. And I'm like, you know what, this... I went home. I cried like a baby. I said, you know what, Lord? It, it definitely got to be something better for me. Something that I'm going to like doing, love doing. But this this ain't it. And I wind up going through so many things factories going to jobs going to factories dealing with different people and I just got lost in the sauce my faith started to just dwindle and I'm just like I'm just gonna be a robot out here with all these kids just working working for my kids working to take care of my kids and then I found out that I was replaceable that as soon as you do not show up or do what they ask you to do you're replaceable and then I found out hey that's when I learned my lesson hey you need to be working for yourself you need to be your own boss and when I told myself that I, it, it was like a spark lit in me I said oh I'm gonna be my own boss and I just had it in my head to where I wasn't gonna ever work for anybody anymore
I wasn't doing it. It wasn't having it, wasn't going, wasn't nothing. I could not do it. And when I tell y'all that was the start of my journey. That was the start of my journey. My last my last job where I just quit factories, period. I was actually working at a, uh, I was a welder doing MIG TIG welding. Yeah, MIG TIG welding. Y'all, I had some of the fattest checks you would ever want to see a young black woman have in her life. Y'all, I was welding better than some men. Do you hear me? I was working at this company and we were welding Mack truck. Uh, the things that hold up the Mack trucks is like this big metal thing. I forgot what it was called, but I was welding these big pieces. And that, listen, I was, mind you, I'm five four, So like the big pieces, they were like, when I would weld them, we were supposed to have on like gloves and stuff. And the, it would just drop on my arms, burn me. So I got on one arm, I have these burn marks on my arms. And one day I was just like disgusted with him because I'm like, Ugh, I'm a whole woman out here. Like I got burn marks all over my arm. This don't look right. And um, every day I would go in there and ask for personal protection equipment. Like you supposed to have that. We working with fire and stuff and, you know, I'm welding. And this company just would not always have the personal protection equipment. And me getting my arms burnt, the next day I come in, I left. I had to go to the hospital, um, my last burn. I had to go to the hospital. And when I came back, um, my supervisor told me, he was like, let me see your arm. And I showed him my arm. and He was like, you know, that's initiation. And I looked at him. I said, initiation to what? And he was like, that's that's welcome to the team. That's initiation. We all have that. That's how you know you're a welder. I said, you know what? I quit. I quit. I quit. I quit. I quit. <laughs> I'm done. I walked up out of there. I never went back to a factory. Do you hear me? I ran. That was my last job. My last job. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do the nursing. I couldn't do the factories. I couldn't do nothing. I didn't care how much they was giving me. Y'all, I had so much money. I had money stacked up, saved so long. I had enough money for me to go to school and still pay my rent and take care of my kids. That's how much money I was making. I just had put away. I paid my rent up for an entire year for me to go to school. So y'all listen to this. So. When, like I said, I made up in my mind that it wasn't for me. That I wanted to be a boss. I knew who I was going to be. I spoke being a boss into an into existence. I spoke it into existence just by saying it out of my mouth. I moved all those mountains out the way. I, I'm not trying to work for nobody. I, no. I want to make my own money. So I went to school. I went to hair school, got my cosmetology license. I worked for a, a franchise, and I was making them big money. Oh, honey, hair was in my blood. I was making these folks some money. I, 
I made them so much money, I was on the front cover of that magazine. I still had a magazine because I just thought it was dope because it was all around the world. I was on the front cover of that magazine. I was so excited till one day I just really, the Lord really made me pay attention to the money that I was making these folks and what I had just said and how I spoke being a boss in the to it to how I spoke being a boss into existence that the Lord would not let me go back to being regular. It, uh-uh, it just didn't sit with me. The Lord's like, look, look how much money you making up. Y'all looked at that. I said, uh-huh. I'm making these people thousands of dollars. They're paying me a third of what I am making for them. That blew me away. That night, I got a whole paper. <laughs> I wrote out my two-week notice. Got on my computer the next day, typed that bad boy up, took it, printed it out, gave it to him. Here you go. This is my two weeks notice. I am done. Because I don't want to burn my bridge, so I'm done. But I can't do this. This is not for me. I'm going to be a boss. I told everybody, I'm going to have my own salon. I'm going to do me. I'm going to have a nice, beautiful salon. And right now, I have a nice, beautiful salon that I've been running literally for four years. Y'all, I left Smart Style and went straight to, I went straight home. I created a little area where I could do hair at home. And I did hair at home. And I was just like, this is dope. I made $50,000 in a year at home. At home. I had a system that told me show, uh, told me how many clients I had, kept track of my money, kept track of what I was making. I made $50,000 at home in my first year. I was able to rent uh, a space out for my salon. I got the space. I've been there for four years. I did a year at home and four years in the brick and mortar. And when I tell you I have made it through the pandemic with no problem and stayed on my toes, did not shut down, still paid my rent with or without folks, two folks, three folks. <laughs> Listen, I did that. And I'm proud of myself. But it took me to speak all of those things into existence. And then I said, you know what? I said, I need a new business. Because I want something to retire on. And I spoke that new business right into existence. The Lord gave me, I gave, the Lord gave me an idea. He put it in my head because I asked him. I literally spoke it into existence. And I said, this is what I want. I know what I want. This is what I want. I want something to associate with hair, with what I was already doing. But I want it to be bigger and better and something that I have not heard of. And that's how Hair Connects, Hair Industry Connects came. 
I did not tell anybody, even my closest friends. I said, y'all got something to tell y'all, but I can't tell y'all right now. It's big, though. It's going to make a lot of money. God even put somebody in my life to be my business partner that literally speaks life into everything Hair Connects is. She was the perfect, she's perfect. My business partner is the perfect business partner. She encourages me. I encourage her. We push each other. She handles her business on her end. I don't bother her. I know she got it. I handle my business on my end. She don't bother me. She know I got it. And when we get together, we are brilliant minds. And I couldn't ask for a better business partner. I said all of that to say, no matter where you are in life, you could have been that 16-year-old girl that had a baby. That don't mean your life stopped. You could have got married at 17 years old. That don't mean your life stopped. Still dream big. Dream big at all times. Speak those things into existence. Your tongue is your life and your death. Speak big, big faith on you, heavy on the faith. That's why I named this podcast Heavy on the Faith because that's what I have. My, my faith is heavy. It's not light like a mustard seed. It's real heavy. When the Lord was making me, he must have he must added a lot of faith in that because I believe to it just to it just it just it just appear. I believe till it appears. I see it. I can already see it. And it just boom, there it is. Everybody can see it now. You got to believe in yourself. I always tell women, a lot of women look at me and they oh no, 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 no. Some of these women, they don't even know me to be looking upside my head and all that stuff. But you know what? I feel like in life. As women, we go through a lot of things and we don't apply pressure on ourselves and we let things go and we just don't look at a a lot of things in our lives. But if you look at your life, some some women need to sit down and look at their lives and figure out where they are right now and what they want to do. Some of y'all all over the place. I used to be that same way, all over the place. Didn't know what I wanted. Sometimes you gon' you gon' you gonna do a lot of things. Like like I told y'all, I was working in a nursing home. <laughs> wasn't for me. I was working in the factories. Wasn't for me. I worked for a franchise salon. Wasn't for me. But working for myself was the best decision I could ever make as a woman. Because I knew I had to take care of my kids, too. I wanted to put them first. But I also wanted to be my own boss. I wanted to be able to make my own times because I realized how replaceable I was. To them, I'm irreplaceable. You can't replace me. I'm one of a kind me. And that's what you got to know. When y'all, as as women and and men... You have to realize who you are. 
You have to believe in yourself because God believed in you. That's why you're here. Your purpose, you have a purpose. He gave you free will, the power to do anything, to speak up anything with your tongue. You have to speak life into your situations. You have to move your mountains with your tongue. You have to tell those mountains, you got to mount, I mean, depression, you got to go. You got to speak to these things. Laziness, you got to go. And say it with some strength, some bass in your voice. Say it with your chest. Don't be around here scared. This your life. If you don't do it, nobody's going to do it. That's why so many strong people out here. That's why so many people standing on their own two feet, handling their business and getting looked at crazily because people... People only look at you crazy because it's something that they see in you that they want to be or they want. They either want to be you or they want something that you have. And that's real. You still got to keep it moving. You still got to believe in yourself and, and just... You know, smile at them. Bless them. God bless you. You don't even give them the time of day because guess what? It's not going to make a difference. One monkey don't stop no show now. And you got to keep on moving. Don't let nothing stop you because once you, it's, it, those things are distractions. And just like confusion, it's not of God. Distractions aren't, e- I mean, aren't either, for real. They're not. Because anything distracting you and you not staying focused on what you need to do, it's hurting you. It's hurting you. People can be a distraction. Love sometimes can be a distraction. Drugs can be a distraction. Depression can be a distraction. Your phone could be a distraction. Social media could be a distraction. An idle mind is definitely a distraction. Because some of us be on idle. We just be like, oh, I don't really want to do nothing. Laziness. If you really want something out of life and you really want to move all this, a lot of the time, the reason why we got so much going on in our lives is because we don't know how to talk to these problems. We don't know how to talk to these mountains. If you really want something in life, talk to the mountains. Look in that mirror and talk to yourself. A lot of people can't even look in the mirror at themselves these days. Because there's so many demons that come along with it. Because you don't see you no more. One thing I'm going to do is practice self-love. 
I don't want to be the woman who who don't love herself and then trying to be everything. You can't be everything you need to be for yourself if you don't love the person that you see in the mirror and you cannot be everything that you want to be for yourself when you're not putting in that work. When you don't have that relationship with God. It say if you know better, you do better. But if you ain't trying to do better, you might as well not even do nothing. Because you're failing if you're not even trying at all. You got to push. I could have I could have gave up at baby number two. I could have gave up. I could have gave up at baby number four. And I got a divorce after, shoot, I got a divorce after I had my daughter. When my daughter was three, I was divorced. I could have gave up then. I didn't give up on those jobs. I I just stopped because it was not for me. And you can feel like something ain't for you. But don't give up and don't give in and have faith. It's going to be some struggling times. Everybody going to struggle. But you got to count it all joy. And you got to acknowledge God in all things because without him, nothing can be done. Without God, whatever you say cannot happen. And if it do happen, it's happening in vain. You got to have a relationship with God. If my grandmother didn't teach me anything, she taught me to keep God first. Acknowledge God in all that you do, in all your ways. Acknowledge God. People be trying to be so perfect. I remember when I tried to just be so perfect. You're not perfect. Perfect hurts. Shoot. Because then you you got so much. (laughs) You going after yourself so hard. Talk to yourself crazy. Trying to be perfect. Saying what ain't enough as i'm gonna tell you something as a woman we have so many issues when it comes to being trying to be close to perfect at something our bodies when we have kids after we have kids our mindset the time and uh attention that we really need that we don't get It can all be so hard and so overwhelming. You, every woman, and this is off subject, but I want to tell the women something seriously. You need a tribe. You need other women in your life that can push you too. You need women in your life that say, hey, This is our day to go out and just have a drink and laugh and just get something to eat just to get away from the kids for a minute. You need that time. You need a tribe. 
and not just one person it could be one person but not just one person two people three people however many because tribes tribes can get pretty big but a click can't <laughs> but that's for another that's for another one because clicks is different but that's for another podcast that's for another episode but you need a tribe you need somebody you need people in your life you need a family that's going to love and care for you that's going to speak life to you because it's so hard sometimes because we don't speak life into ourselves and it gets hard and you want people to really you want people to meet you where you are but can can elevate you as well you want people to be able to pour into you and not be empty sometimes our husband don't our husbands don't get it our boyfriends don't get it they don't understand how it is to be a woman just as we don't understand how it is to be a man And so the things that we go through and we express to them, they they might just be like, oh, you know, oh. So you need women to be able to talk to. You need a tribe. You need to be able to have a support system. But have a support system. When you, the Lord will provide a support system. All you got to do is say, I'm going to have a support system. <laughs> Put it in the atmosphere. Speak a support system. I will have sisters that are going to love me, support me, be there for me, tell me the truth. Give me my space. Hold my secrets. And vice versa. But you got to put it into the atmosphere because we need each other. We need a shoulder because being a boss and being having being a boss, a mother, a wife and having all these other titles to you can be it can be a bit much. Because a lot of the time you have to encourage yourself, but just to have somebody that know what you're going through literally knows what you're going through and has the same things going on y'all can encourage one another you can help one another you can pray together you gotta have a tribe you know uh men men are only gonna understand so much a man ain't gonna want to hear you I learned this this week. A man is not going to want to hear you talk about, oh, I'm going to keep my hair. I'm going to cut it. I'm going to keep it. I'm going to cut it. I'm going to keep it. I'm going to cut it. And it, This is a conversation you have with him literally every week. But you had that conversation with one of your friends. But girl, you don't know what you want to do. Girl. It be like that sometimes. <laughs> they going to understand it because they like, shoot, yeah, because they get it. But your man, he don't get it. He not going to get it. They not going to get a lot of things. So y'all just got to. You got to have faith. You got to speak to your mountains. 
You have to pray. You have to keep God first. And you have to love on yourself. Because nobody going to love you like you. And watch those negative people. Because negative people can sometimes have a tremendous impact on you. Because as women, we be having so much going on in our lives. And we try to give, 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 give to people and they not giving us that back. Sometimes that can hurt a lot. And it could be physically draining. And then sometimes it puts you in a bad mood. And when you're a boss, you can't be in a bad mood. (laughs) But for real. You know, that's why you need your tribe. Because you just need the people in your life that you can trust. You need to talk to God too. But you need friends too. You need your tribe. Because a tribe is important. You know, when I'm, I told my cousin, I said, you know, you can call me anytime and bounce ideas off of me. Because I love that. I love being positive. Giving positive vibes and information. All of my, all of my tribe, my friends, my closest friends. I love them. They call me, my close relatives and family members, they call me and talk to me about stuff, and I'm always telling them the positive things because that's what I want someone to do to me. I treat people the way I wish to be treated. I support them in every way that I possibly can. It might not not always be with money because a lot of my friends are bosses. In my tribe, it is nothing but bosses there. Because they get it. They understand. Shoot, they know, honey, sometimes I can't make it because we got kids. You know, and they know sometimes I might not hear from them in their busiest seasons. You know, but we don't stop loving each other. We don't stop supporting each other. We don't stop being there for each other. And we don't stop telling each other the truth. You got to have people in your life that can support you and move in those mountains that you need to move. Because sometimes we all alone out here moving those mountains on our own. But sometimes you're going to start off on your own, but you, the Lord going to give you a tribe. He's going to give you the family that you need to help and support you. I promise you. Don't always feel like you're doing it alone. The Lord will send people in your life that's going to connect with you and help you in the best way. And you're never going to feel a way about them because guess what? The Lord placed them there for a reason. They have a purpose in your life and you have a purpose in theirs. Because that is what they're there for. You are going to do a lot in this life, but you got to believe it. You can't be around here on Facebook doing thoughts, 
posting thoughts. You can't have a business and be on there like, this ain't going right. You got to speak life, life, life more abundantly. You got to have faith. Faith, you need it. But if you don't try to, if you don't build a relationship with God, you will not know how to work it. He going to give you the tools you need if you seek him. He going to give you what you need. You already, actually, you already have the tools. You just don't have the instructions. <laughs> Woo, that was a good one. <laughs> you already have the tools. You just don't have the instructions. And you need it. And sometimes God will place people in your life to give you instructions for the tools that you already have. And then when you use them, like, oh, this what this for? Oh, this how this work? Oh, wow. And now it's blessings popping out the. Psh. Look at you growing up and stuff. Using the tools God gave you. <laughs> and I'm just glad that I was able to have women in my life who were bosses. My aunt was a boss. My grandma was a boss. My grandma had her own magazine. My auntie sold cars. She had uh, uh various things that she was often to. She was a boss. And they poured into me. You know, you got to have, you got to see it. My mom was a boss. She, she did hair. My friends are bosses. It say the five most people that you spend your time with the most are what you're going to be like. You need to hang with a boss. <laughs> You need to hang with somebody. You need to be around what you're trying to do. You need to be around people that are going to elevate you. You need to be around love, support. You need that. Because they will help you see the light of what you're trying to do for your future. Trust God. Because he's going to show you what you need to do. But you got to have a clear path. A clear way you can hear him. Because a lot of people think that praying, you're going to hear from God. No, praying is praying. <laughs> prayer is just prayer. Meditation is how you hear from God. But, you know, people don't know that. They think if they pray, all, I prayed and I don't hear nothing. Did you meditate? Did you fast? 
That's why you ain't heard from them, cause you ain't did those two things. Fast and meditate, and you'll hear from them. You gotta have people that's gonna tell you that in your life, and that's why I wanted this podcast. Because I want to be able to help people that I don't get to see on a daily basis. It's a lot of women that I would want to be uh, in my tribe. But this way, we can we can be in a tribe all together. You can be in my tribe. I can support you. I can do that because God is giving me this platform to do so. And if I got to encourage you, telling you all the embarrassing things about me, and if I got to encourage you telling you my real life situations, that's what I'm going to do. If I got to encourage you telling you a scripture, that's what I'm going to do. If I got to encourage you by praying, that's what I'm going to do. If I got to encourage you by fasting for your situation, That's what I'm going to do. But I'm going to tell you what God loves. You got to have a relationship with him. And that's the truth. This is not a game. You got to pray. You have to meditate. And you have to fast. You have to understand how important it is to have a good relationship with God. You do. And when you understand that, you can move mountains. There is no mountain that you cannot move with the words that flow off your tongue. You can speak a new house into existence. I will have a new house in 2024. Brand new house in 2024. I will have a brand new car in 2024. I will have $50,000 in my savings account in 2024 speak it speak life my children will be blessed no hurt harm or danger will come to them my family will be blessed we will have what we need You have to speak life so you can move mountains. Because no matter what you're going through in life, if you don't learn how to speak life, it's going to always be some issues, some problems, some stress, some worrying. God didn't intend for us to worry. He said, if you worry, don't pray. And if you pray, don't worry. So if you're praying and worrying, honey, it's in vain. Seriously. 
But I just want to tell y'all I love y'all. And please take these words and let them resonate in you. I hope that I touch somebody in some type of way. And until next time, y'all have a good night.